2: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
3: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Mosher. Today, we are going to continue our Cowboys War Room, and this is part two of the Cowboys Simulated War Room. We have Landon McCool and at McCool BTB. As our host, he is Will McClay. We have Katie Drummond as Jerry Jones, Joey Ikes as Jason Garrett, uh, myself as Scott Linehan, John Oning as Rod Marinelli, and Jonah Tolls as the director of scouting. We're picking up with this episode. Uh, right before we make our decision, uh, we use the first part of the show to talk about potential scenarios. And we are now at 19, looking at who we're going to draft between Harold Landry, Will Hernandez, and James Daniels. Enjoy.
1: All right. Let, let's get – let's get. Uh, I want to hear from our defensive coordinator about Harold Landry because – real quick. I mean, is Harold Landry the guy that we're considering uh, outside of the guards? Or is there anyone else that we would consider taking over the guards –
2: yeah uh, I want
1: to hear about uh, Vea okay okay so so then why don't you why don't why don't we why don't we have uh, John talk to us about Vea and Landry and whether or not you, your thought process on how what they would do for our defense and then I'd like to hear from Jonah about what his thought process is on the the difference in value of the player of like Harold Landry versus taking a guard here and then waiting on players uh, a little bit later on after
4: that. Well, if we're looking for a guy for immediate impact right now, Vita Vea is that guy. And you know, I know, I know Scott knows our job. Jason knows our jobs aren't really guaranteed right now. We need to win now. Vita Vea is that guy. If we want to win now, he's going to immediately make Sean Lee and um, Jalen Smith's lives easier on an every down basis. But the problem with Vita Vea is there's a lot of other nose tackles we like in this draft in the second, third, and fourth rounds, and I think we can get a really good value at that position later in the draft. Harold Landry at the edge rusher position it's a little different. He's kind of like that only real bendy Gumby type right defensive end that's left. And depending on what your opinion is on Joshua, who I really like, but I don't think the rest of the coaching staff is really a big fan of him. So just in terms of Harold Landry, he's that guy, he's going to run under a table at full speed. He's going to really make life easier on our defensive tackles in the pass rush. Cause he's going to occupy a lot of, um, a lot of blockers. He's going to, uh, With Demarcus Lawrence dictating uh, the blocking schemes sliding towards him, Harold Landry is going to get a lot of one-on-one opportunities. And with his speed, I think that's going to be something that's really going to improve our pass rush immediately.
2: How quickly can you get him up to speed?
4: Harold Landry, he's not going to be able to play the run immediately. So immediately, I'm not going to be able to play him on first, maybe even second downs a lot, because he's just not physical enough. And I think That's not going to come until year maybe two or three, but I think he could give us meaningful pass rush snaps day one right now.
1: Okay. All right, Jonah, talk to us about the difference in value. If we were to pass on Harold Landry, what do you think would likely be available guard-wise when we turned around to 50
5: yeah, I thought you guys were going to isolate the scouts for a second. I mean, no, you no, don't, no, don't, no. We was, haven't
1: forgot about you guys. And, and me,
5: man. I've been sleeping in the corner. Uh, okay. No, no. <laughs> so here, so here's what's going on here. I think when you look at the guards, I've always said that the top end of the guard class is really good, but the depth is not so good. Um, look at la- the last couple of years where you can get a starting guard in the third or fourth round. I don't think that's the case this year. So if we want a guard, a starting guard, day one plug-in player, we have to take at 19 right here. Um, because we cannot count on Corbett being there at 50 because Corbett could very well go before our pick there um, because, because of the shallow depth of this class. So if we want our guard, we have to take it here. So that that's the value of that spot. Harold Landry is an interesting case because we all love the player here, but you know we didn't bring him. We have, we didn't bring him in. We haven't, we, and we also haven't seen the thresholds that you meet. We had guys like TJ Watt one last year, but he didn't meet our thresholds as the guy who can be an every down rusher with his hand in the ground. So, we're talking about realistic standards here. Um, I just don't think Harold Landry is going to be the guy that um, we think that we spent an investment on Taco last year. Um, we, we have uh, you know Demarcus Lawrence. We, we're about to sign. We're, we're thinking about signing him to a long-term extension. So I don't know how much of an investment defensive end would be at this point. I like the Vea conversation that John had. Um, I think that he is the best nose tackle on the board, but I also agree with him that we can find a nose tackle in the third, or fourth round, or even later because the depth of that class is really strong and there's two guys i want to bring up that haven't been brought up yet leighton Vanderesh, the guy we brought in um is a linebacker we get we brought the whole kitchen sink at him we, we gave him a pro day and then at the combine um we brought a private workout this guy, we know him well. He's a guy who with good instincts who has his best football ahead of him. He's a sending player. I know we have Sean Lee and Jalen Smith there now. And I think this is a deep linebacker class tour where we can wait to the third or fourth round to get a player to fill an Anthony Hitchens' role after he left to go to the Chiefs. So to me, we, if, you, if you want Lane Venderes here, you have to take him now. But I think we can wait enough in a deep linebacker class tour where we can get our Anthony Hitchens' replacement later. Um, and then Taven Bryan. Another guy we brought in, we, we sent Rod Marinelli in to, uh, to Florida at his pro day, work him out, has the best first-time uh, first quickness in this class. Um, he's a one-gap-penetrating three technique. If you want a guy who can really um, get after the quarterback and be a double-digit sack passer for, from the interior, this is your guy. Um, I think he has the most upside of anybody on the board left. Um, I think he's a guy with top-ten talent. I just don't know. He hasn't translated that in production yet, but I think a lot of that was due to what he was asked to do at Florida um, to create chaos. If we can get Marinelli with his hands on him and the sharpest technique and cage him up a little bit, I think he could be a star on this defense. But if we want our guard, we have to take it now because the depth of this class of guard is not strong enough for us to wait till 50.
2: All right, well, here are some things that I need uh, my entire legion of support staff to consider. I'm not feeling very comfortable that we're going to be able to sign DeMarcus Lawrence long term. So... How does that play into what you guys have? And I guess this is more towards uh, my, my Jason Garrett and Joey and my Rod Marinelli and John. How does that go towards what you guys are thinking about how desperately we could use or we would need to get somebody else along the defensive line? Because I'm honestly not comfortable thinking that DeMarcus Lawrence or David Irving are going to be on this team past 2018. And if that's the case then how much does that change your opinion of how desperately we need to get either Harold Landry or Vea into into uh, Valley Ray or into the star, I should say. Let's start,
1: Let's start. Get, yeah, okay. You yeah.
4: gotta get sorry sorry, Jerry, let me jump in real quick. <laughs> you gotta get new Harold Landry now then because I need the year this year to develop him against the run. And if we're not gonna have David Irvin or possibly Demarcus Lawrence in twenty nineteen, I need to get Landry I need a player ready to take uh they take the 100% of the snaps, 90% of the snaps every game. And Harold Landry, he's just not ready or nobody we pick at this point in the draft is going to be really ready for that. Or they're not any rookie next year unless we get that Bosa kid. They're not going to be ready to immediately play three downs and replace what those guys bring. So if you're telling me there's a good chance that one or two of those players are going to be gone, I need Landry now.
0: Coach? To be frank, I mean, at this point, it's it's pretty clear we all don't know if we're going to be in this room next year other than Mr. Jones. So, uh, yeah, damn right. I'll, I'll for, be here. So, so frankly, my, frankly, my primary concern is the fact that I've got a gigantic hole in my offensive line that is supposed to be the group that our entire team is built around. That we've used to incubate our young quarterback that we feel like is still growing and developing. That is the reason why we used the fourth overall pick two years ago on a uh, on a running back so that we could uh, so that we could run the ball, beh- maximize our dominant offensive line um and and right now we have our that offensive line is compromised on the left side um so frankly to be honest with you concerns about 2019 we can address in 2019 if or if mr jones isn't willing to pay demarcus lawrence the 22 million dollar cap number or isn't willing to pay him the 19 million dollars that he that he's should be valued at in a long-term contract and then turn around and be able to tag david irving um frank and at this point, we have Zach Martin on a one year contract as well, who is not guaranteed to sign a long term contract and has made it pretty clear he's not signing one with similar terms to what we have Tyron Smith and Travis Frederick on. So, unless you can guarantee me that we're going to lock up Zach Martin, then I think that guard is as big of a long term need as defensive end or defensive tackle is based on if we're looking at the contract situations of the vital players at those positions.
1: I I have to offer to you, uh, boss, that that uh, I think after hearing this, there's very good points about the offensive line, and I think the points are are so balanced at this at this point that we need to really consider trading up from from fifty. I think to get a guard, because I was, I, I was thinking the same thing. I, I think that at this point the the point has been made strongly, and I I do agree with the long term outlook that if you're itch- not interested in signing. Demarcus Lawrence, that we do need to get, we need to reload at the position. I understand the coach's position that they may not be here next year, but as uh, someone who just signed, a, resigned a contract, I will be here next year, and I have to look <laughs> a little bit longer uh, term than they, unfortunately, so for them. Uh, so I would say, uh, but they're, but they're, but they're 100 correct that 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 left guard is is a crater right now. So I I would su- submit that if we should explore taking harold landry here and then trying to find a way to trade up from 50 if possible
5: i i need to make a case here please of that that trade so like you're talking about if we take harold landry at 19 which i think we would all like i mean he's a guy who's top 10 player but if we trade away from this we don't if we take landry and we don't take a guard here look at the teams behind us detroit that's a popular spot for james daniels so he's probably off the board right after us will hernandez this is a guy who can go to buffalo Buffalo just lost their starting center. So they can take James Sanders or Will Hernandez. They need interior play. The Rams, you got t- teams like New Orleans. you got a lot of teams that aging into your offensive line play. Jacksonville is a team who just signed Norwell, but they can really upgrade that spot over Can on the right on the right side. They can take Hernandez. So you're talking about teams that we're going to have to trade back in the first round. We're going to have to go th- a lot of assets, or they're going to go right after us. So if we want our guard. I think we have to take it now. I don't think we should play with fire and Think well. Okay, well, we should trade up because Daniels could be right, the, right at the board right after us, and all of a sudden our last guy is Will Hernandez, and we could be, you know, walking through a minefield in that one. And the last, the last guy we'll have is Austin Corbett, and he could go very well before us too. So I think if we want a starting guard, we have to take him now.
2: Okay, Coach. Let me ask you a question. Um, if we go into the season with Will Hernandez at left guard and no immediate help. At defensive end, are we better than we would be if we had Harold Landry and started shifting around offensive linemen and put Collins at left tack- left guard and uh, Cam Fleming at right tackle?
0: I think the other half of that equation that we have to talk about with Cam Fleming is Cam Fleming's also on a one year contract at right tackle. So if yeah, we're, I, I just want to just it, right, I just want right, right, I just, wanna, I right.
2: just focus on this year.
0: Totally. So if, if we're I think honestly, the best situation for our football team for 2018 is to have a plug and play left guard, whether that's Will Hernandez, whether that's James Daniels, whoever that guy is, the plug and play left guard allows our offense to function at full capability. As Marcus said earlier, as my offensive coordinator said, if you give me a left guard, you can have the rest of the top 100 picks to pick on defense. Uh, And there's there's edge guys with they're not Harold Landry obviously no none of the guys out there that we're going to get in later rounds are going to have 16 sack seasons on their record uh in college but we can get talented edge rushers like Kamoko Ture or Josh Sweat or some of those guys a little bit later in the draft um while still addressing what is right now the most compromised position on our entire team when that's the left guard
2: all right. Other than my head coach, do any of the uh, my scouting director? Uh, we'll start with you and then we'll go to the coordinators. Give me your final vote of, of who you want us to go with at this pick. Yeah.
5: See, my on on our board. what well, well, I think I think James Daniels is a better player. I think when you look at what we want to do as a zone blocking office. I know we Brian Paul, Paul, Alexander, but I know he's still going to implement his zone schemes as well. You put James Daniels in the left guard. I think he's a better fit for what we do. I think he's a guy who can get to the second level. He's a guy who can get those reach blocks. He's really mobile, um, really rare flexibility and athleticism for someone his size. And what he did at Iowa, he was a great uh, player at the second level, a guy who's really reliable in pass protection. And hes, he's it, I know we lost Isaiah Wynn, but James Daniels is a guy who I didn't think have a big, a big drop-off. I think the, the drop-off came it comes after Wynn and Daniels to Hernandez. I love Hernandez and the gap power scheme. I'm not sure he's a guy he's, – he's mobile enough to get second-level – but I'm not sure he's the perfect fit for what we want to do here. I think James Daniels is a guy who could fit in right away and be a plug-in starter. He played guard at Iowa before he moved to center. He's a guy who has experience both center and guard, and I think if Frederick gets hurt, we can also plug him in at center and he can have a seamless transition there as well. So not only does he offer a starting value at guard, but also offers position flux as well. So my vote would be James Daniels. I think he's the best fit for what we do, and I think he's a plug-in starter at 19. Uh,
1: Either one of the two coaches? Our offensive coordinators rather or coordinators
3: uh, i'd go with will hernandez he has the 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 mentality that we want from our left guard he's a nasty player uh, he's got the power uh, we need a little bit of, of size at the position i just think will hernandez uh, makes a lot of sense so i will go ahead and vote for hernandez here at 19
4: marinelli um harold landry nfl's a passing game and the best teams are able to get after the passer we want it. Pass rush finally became a strength of our defense last year. Let's make it even bigger strength this year while guarding for the uh, potential future without David Irving or Demarcus Lawrence.
2: Coach? All right, gentlemen. Thank you for your input. Let's go to the coach and see what he has to say.
0: Uh, I mean, I think all these guys make great points. Um, I, I think Rod is obviously correct. Um, I think at this point I think we've got to task him with getting – something out of our first round pick from last year coming into 2018 um, and that I, I think we have to address the left guard position in my opinion whether it's Daniels whether it's Hernandez either one of those guys is okay by me they're both good value at this spot and they're both plug and play starters Daniels does provide the position flex which we know we all love but at the same time Hernandez does bring the size and the presence and things like that so I, I, I'm on board with either pick I think Mr. Jones I think you've heard the arguments, I think
3: you're prepared to make the call.
2: What do you think, Will? I I think
1: that all sides have made great arguments. Um, I think just for your edification that you can trade the second and third pick to get all the way up probably to the first pick in the second round with Cleveland, it looks like according to the trade chart. Um, But I think that Jonah uh, has made an excellent point. Lionel has made an excellent point that you could have lost a lot of talent by the time that it gets to that first pick and you would have traded away all these assets for a guy that is significantly lower on your board than, you know, you would have hoped you would have gotten in while trading up to get a guard. Um, So I I think that it's risky um, to play the gambit. I mean, it's he br- he brings up a good point that it, it, it's risky to play the gambit of trying to take harold now and then trade up to get your guard but it's it's also you know the kind of risk that we may want to take I, I think that if uh, since this whole conversation has come out and listening to our coaches a little more uh, it's hard to argue against the idea that left guard is probably the safest smartest pick right here uh if you were able to swing for the fences and get Landry, and then potentially, I, I don't know, any one of those guys, Daniels or or uh, Corbett, uh, while in a trade up scenario, or I mean, even if he was one of them was able to fall to fifty, that would be amazing. I just don't know if I have the confidence that that's going to happen.
2: All right, I'm going to go back to my coaches for for a little bit more input. Uh, Scott, aka Marcus, give me scale of one to ten. How great of a fit do you think Hernandez is, and one to ten, how great of a fit do you think Daniels is for left guard?
3: Well, I think they're both fantastic players. Uh, I would go ahead and give you like a nine for Hernandez, and we'll say an eight for Daniels. So it, it, you're you're really picking nits here.
2: Okay. And my, uh, my my scouting director Jonah.
5: Yeah, I think Daniels is a ten out of ten. I honestly do. I think Daniels is a ten out of ten. I think Hernandez is an eight or nine. I think Hernandez is better when it's serving a gap power. Uh, blocking scheme you put daniels in his zone blocking offense with with a that next to Tyrone and next to travis and you got him blocking for zeke i think this team is going to really capture that uh, playoff potential that they have and then we can make a run with this um with what james daniels here i think both players are great players marcus said it uh, perfectly um hernandez and daniels both guys who plug in starters but in terms of the better fit daniels is the guy we want
2: All right, now this next conversation that we're going to have to make the decision uh, would be an aside between the Joneses and Will McClay. Um, We know that this coaching staff is on borrowed time. Let's give them as much opportunity to win this next season as possible. Do you want to explore possibly trading our 2019 first-round pick to come right back up after our pick and try to grab uh, whichever guy that we don't take?
1: I, I still have an issue, ultimately, with... And I'm team upgrade the guard 100%. But I still have an issue. I feel like trading so many assets for essentially a guard. I mean, okay. Well,
2: what if we were? What if let let, let me let let me interrupt you then? mm -hmm. What if we were going to do? Let's say I'm leaning right now. I'm leaning towards James Daniels because how much faith I have in my scouting director. Let's say that we take Daniels. Would you be okay with moving back up to try to get Harold Landry? Let's say that he makes it down to past Detroit, past Cincinnati,
1: yes. past Buffalo. Yeah, say. I, I, you, you I, just, I, I, I would say, uh, to me, I think, I mean, this is this is your your business, boss. But uh, to me, I would think that if he falls all the way out of the first round, then we should we should go trade. I, I, I my trade target at this point, without. I'd like. I wouldn't mind giving up my second or third to get that top of the second round pick. But outside of that, I don't know that I feel comfortable. Well, I guess you're talking about twenty. You're talking about the 2019 first round pick.
2: Yeah, 2019 first round.
1: Yeah, I, I might be okay with that. I mean, I, 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 mean, just to kind of, if we're gonna go all in with this coaching staff and let them have a a chance of doing that, I, I might be okay with it if if it means that we get our our guard here and then we also get Harold Landry uh yeah i think i I think i would be okay with that
2: let's do it pull the trigger on james daniels gentlemen
1: all right so james daniels will be the pick um and then okay but real quick uh, we should talk about where we first of all what is this next year's first worth because we got to calculate where we're going to repause the simulation in order to offer a trade
2: i i would say you know what actually i
1: i can offer a trade I could propose a trade now, so let's try that real quick, so we can see if this will work. For no,
2: because if if it gets accepted, then we're then we're out. That that that'll be a wrap. Why? Like I, I believe in the sim that if you propose a trade and it gets accepted, you can't back out of it. Like you can't. You know, oh, you can't
1: oh 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 yeah, yeah 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 yeah. But yeah okay all right that's fine. So I guess the question is what 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 should we be? What does anyone have an idea what the the that pick would be uh, valued the, at? The
2: general yeah the general rule of thumb is that your future pick is worth the round below you so i guess is it the same
1: pick though i guess is my question like so right uh, exactly so it's 51 or 50 rather or no it's 51 actually so we would it'd be 390 we're talking about that pick would be
0: so we could basically get to 22
2: yep exactly yeah
0: so I think either... But we have to use 20,
1: 50, though. It's be 50 plus the 29th.
0: Right, but that oh, that would... Yeah, you would have to do that either way. Like, yes. essentially, we're moving up four, 35 spots for our second-round pick. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think the spot is, is... I mean, Buffalo already picked this round. Maybe they're willing to to, to move back for another second and a, uh, a one next year. Maybe Los Angeles... Um, who didn't have a one last year may be interested in having two ones next year. Um, yeah, I think that's your spot, 22, 23, something like that. Well, if, I think if, if we're I doing think we that. get, I think we get to twenty-two and see if Landry's still on the board. If he makes it through Detroit and Cincinnati, then we call an offer Buffalo. And if they don't take the deal and they don't take Landry, then we call and make the call to the Rams, too. But I think Buffalo's got to be the first target because I think the Rams would take Harold Landry before they would trade the pick
1: Well, then I I guess I back out of my conversation now because now if we're committed to doing this, then what's the difference than taking Harold Landry now and then taking James Daniels three picks later?
0: Because James Daniels is going to go number 20 overall to Detroit if we don't take him.
1: But then can't we just turn around and take Hernandez at that point?
0: I mean, yeah, can, I think we still have We to worry. can sure try, but I, I we still got to worry challenge. about Buffalo at twenty-two. We still got to worry about Frank Pollock and Cincinnati taking them at twenty-one. Um,
1: we're we're taking Buffalo's spot. I mean, we're trading for twenty-two, right?
0: Right, but will they will they trade away from a starting left guard when they have such a huge need on the interior of the line um, for a second round
1: pick this year and a one next year?
0: Um, right. I mean. They may say that a guard is worth the one next year.
1: That's why I'm saying I think we should do the trade before we pick. Like before we take this pick right here at 19, I think we should take the trade, make the trade right now, and see if they'll accept it. And if they accept it, then we take. I think we should take Landry, and then, then you know, obviously we'll have a a good guard to pick there. At the very least, even if they pick two guards there, we could pick. Uh, well, they they took Connor Williams, but.
2: Yeah, I I don't think we can make we can commit to that uh, this early because if we go Landry and then the then let's just say worst case scenario Daniels and Hernandez go and we win up our first round pick for our third constellation prize I'm not down with that.
1: Okay, so let's so you want to you want to take uh, Daniels here and then mm-hmm. sim to 20. Well, I'll, I'll sim to 20 because that'll obviously mean that'll end up at 21 somehow, uh, and then uh, see what's there and then make the trade go from there. Yep okay cool so all right we're making the pick right now james daniels drafting pausing okay uh oh we got a clap yes yes hey congratulations hey, shake hands all right hey, I, I, didn't, I don't hear joey <laughs> clapping loud enough uh because uh, he's he's the <laughs> clapper remember uh so all right so 20 uh was darius geis um and then twenty one uh was Harold Landry. Oof.
2: Oh.
3: Listen, though, it's not the worst thing in the world because we no. have other needs on this
1: roster, though. We, no. we need a linebacker. No. We need a receiver. That was luxury.
0: We were going to go up and get a luxury. We're, right. we're, fine. Okay. we're fine. All right. We, so
1: at, at this point, are you guys okay since we lost out on Landry to go ahead and simulate to 50 just for the sake of brevity? I think we simulate to the end of the first round at
0: least.
3: And that's it for Episode 2 of the Locked on Cowboys podcast War Room Simulation uh, in our next podcast we will talk about the options in the second round we will simulate the rest of the first round talk about potential moves that we could make in the second round uh, as in trading up for certain players who may fall to the top of the second round as well as we make a pick so make sure you guys return for episode three of the Lockdown cowboys podcast war room